The title of today's message is Beyond the Blind Spot. Beyond the Blind Spot. Now, when we say beyond the blind spot, we are saying beyond the blind spot, there is God's great plan. So I want to be looking at God's great plan beyond the blind spot. Now we will look at different scriptures, we will look at different scenarios where there was God's plan beyond the blind spot. And we will start by looking at the children of Israel when Moses was sent by God to fetch them and he had been given a mandate and the mandate was to fetch them so that he could take them out of slavery to a land that he had prepared for them, Canaan. Now that was the great plan of God. That was the great plan of God. But there were quite a number of blind spots that were there that were hindering the children of God from seeing what God's great plan was. And as a result, it made them to start tripping, if I can put it that way. They started tripping because they didn't understand God's great plan. I'm just saying, child of God, there are times when we don't understand God's great plan. There are times we find ourselves with blind spots in front of us and the blind spots are such that we are blinded to see what God has for us, what is grace that God has for us. And I am here to remind you as we walk and talk the scriptures that God has a great plan for you, for you and for me. We will start by reading in Exodus 14. Now we find the children of Israel are sitting or camping by the sea because God had said to Moses, take them and make them camp just before they cross the sea. And there was a great plan there. But to the children of Israel, there was still the sea in front of them to cross. Now we are reading Exodus 14 from verse Three to four, and it reads as follows: For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, now Pharaoh is the king where they have left from the king of Egypt. Now God is saying to Moses, Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel when he sees them by the sea, he will say they are bewildered by the land; the wilderness has closed them in. Then I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them, says God. He says he will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue the children of God. Now if you look at the scripture, you realize that it looks like trouble coming for the children of God. It looks like an army is brewing up for the children of God because he further says when he hardens his heart, he was making sure that his army will follow him. Let's continue reading. It says, Then I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them, and I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord, and they did so. Now, here we are finding a situation whereby there is a great plan of God. God's great plan is that the king of Egypt must know that he is the God. The king 
of Egypt must know and honor him as God. Now how does he do that? He hardens his heart so that he can follow the children of Israel. And as he follows the children of Israel, then God shows him that he is the God. Shows the Egyptians that he is the God. He parts the sea and the children of Israel cross the sea. And as they cross the sea, the Egyptians think they too can follow. And as they follow, they are swallowed by the sea. But I just want you to see one thing. At the point when the children of Israel were looking and seeing the army coming their way, all they could see was an army and that was blinding them for a moment. They couldn't see God's plan. They couldn't see that God had the bigger plan out of the whole thing. I'm just saying, child of God, in our lives, there are things that look like they're about to swallow us, but they're not swallowing us because there is God's great plan of saving us and also making sure that he is honored and his name goes on and is honored for days in the world. So what happens here is they go across, they move, they are free, but there is something we are learning from here. We are learning that God was continually showing himself true. God was continually showing himself as kind. You know, God is so marvelous. God is awesome. We see here a powerful God. We see here a God who continually does things for his children. But before I continue, I just want us to read Exodus 16 verse 2 to 3 because it sort of gives us an indication of where the children of God moved to. Because at this point in time, he has made them a way for them through the sea. But then, listen to this child of God. But then, because on earth, there is continual changes. There is continual movements. Today, it is one situation. The next day, it is another situation. But the God that we serve is still the honest and the same God, the beautiful God that continually comes near us. He says he is not far, he is near. So he was near the children of Israel. But they needed to realize that the things that they were seeing were just blind spots. And at this point in time, I just need to explain to you, when we look at blind spots, it says in the meaning of blind spots is an area where a person's view is obstructed. An area where a person's view is obstructed. Now it is interesting to note that as the children of God, as the children of Israel were moving through the wilderness, there were times when their view of what God's great plan was, was obstructed. And if we read in Exodus 16 verse 2 to 3, it says, Then the whole congregation of children of Israel complained against Moses, and out in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we have died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, where we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assemble with hunger. Now they are complaining. At that point in time, hunger, I'm 
forgetting the God who has parted the sea. I'm just saying, child of God, be careful of blind spots, areas where in your life you find that there is complications. Those complications are just blind spots for a moment. I'm saying, child of God, be careful when you think things are moving smoothly and all of a sudden there's a spanner that is thrown into the works. It is not that God's great plan is failing. God's great plan for us is continually there. I'm here today to encourage those children of God that are saying, I want to be there when we see the great plan of God come to be. I want to survive these complications so that I can see the great plan of God come to be. Because our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. So immediately when they are complaining, he gives them manna. Because why? God looks at every situation. He hears us. He is near. He is everywhere. Our God is a powerful God. At this point in time, as they were complaining, God reminds them that he is a provider. I'm just saying, child of God, God will continually remind you that he is the provider. He sent them the bread at that point in time. God will continually remind you that he is just. He saved them from the Egyptians because he is a just God. God will continually remind us that he is the I am. God will continuously remind us of how kind he is. He is a kind God. He continually gives them food even after they've complained and forgotten what he did. I'm just saying, child of God, I want that God in my life, a God who has so much compassion, a God who has so much love, a God who will forget my weaknesses, a God who will not hold me against my weaknesses due to flesh when things are not going right. I'm just saying, child of God, we have a powerful God, a God who continually takes us through and let us ignore blind spots and continue knowing that beyond the blind spots is God's great plan for us. Now I'm reminded as I'm looking at the word that God says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. You know here God promises us that he is a God that will continually give us a great future. That is God's great plan for us. Now whenever we have blind spots, things that are coming in front of us and make us forget who God is and make us forget what God is capable of. We must remember, remember always Jeremiah 29 verse 11 where God promises us a hope and where God promises us a future and remember that there is a greater plan ahead of us. Even today there are quite a number of blind spots. They are things that are happening in the world and sometimes when we look at it, we look at it and personalize it. These are social and economic issues that are in the world. But God, who is personal, will personally ensure that they do not overcome me. We 
forget that we serve a powerful God. We send out spies to look in the world to see what is there, what is available, what is the mess, what are the giants that are out there in the world. And then we come back and we own it and we say, me too, I am having an issue. Whereas our neck is temporal, our sickness is temporal, our Fear is temporal. It is just a blind spot for a moment. Beyond that, there is God's grand plan. Beyond what you are feeling, there is hope with God. When you are feeling like there is fear, remember that that is just a momentary blind spot. Beyond that, there is God who is going to give you strength. There is God who is going to give you courage. There is God who is going to give you power because he promises us. He says he is strong when we are weak. Now, as I was reading the word, I came across one of the things that made me realize that though we may look at the children of Israel and say they were the ones who forgot what God had been doing for them. The story starts back in the Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve had been given so much to be thankful for but at that point in time what did they see? They saw a tree just a tree they were blinded at that point in time. They did not see that God had eternal life for them. They did not see that God had complete fellowship for them. They lost it by now concentrating on a blind spot. I'm just saying, child of God, we are to refuse to forget what God is doing in our lives. We are to refuse to concentrate on blind spots because there is greater plans. Child of God, I'm just saying, you and I need to be holding fast and firm to say we want to not be moved by anything or any challenges that are out there in the world because we have a God who carries through his great mission. A God who will take us through to the next level. So children of God, don't look at the chaos. Don't look at the chaos around you. Don't look at the blind spots. I'm taking our story as we are moving along to the New Testament. In the New Testament, Jesus is about to be born. A promise. When we looked at Jeremiah and God said, He is promising us hope and a future. And God promises us a great future. There are so many promises that He gives in the Old Testament. And they all have on one person, on his son. His promises were hanging on his son because he knew that he needed his son to come and die for our sins so that these blessings could be ours. So that we could claim these blessings. How I know this is because when we read in Ephesians 1 verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Now we know that if he's blessed us with the heavenly blessings, he's all the heavenly blessings were now hanging on his son coming to save us. So he makes sure that his promises are followed through. He makes sure that he has a great plan. The great plan was to give us 
these promises through his son and so that we can stand assured of whatever he's promised us to come to be. Not only did God do that to ensure that his great plan comes to be, he then follows it through by sending the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who guides us, the Holy Spirit who comforts us. I'm just saying, child of God, who doesn't want to find themselves comforted in our days? We need all the comfort we can get, Lord. And we are so grateful that you thought of it such that we could have a comforter, such that we could have a counselor, such that we could have someone who could intercede for us. Now, child of God, as we continue to read the way, I just want to remind you of a powerful God. I just want to remind you of a God who carries through his way. Now, I just wanted to add a few other instances whereby we see children of God who looked and saw a great plan, a bigger plan. If you can remember Daniel, Daniel who was thrown into the lion's den, he did not see the lion's as his end, he saw them as what God is going to shut and throw the people who he is. Daniel did not see that the lions were going to gobble him up. He saw that God is about to be glorified. I'm just saying, child of God, whatever it is, whatever lions that sometimes you feel God is about to shut them up to a point whereby God will be glorified. When he came out in the morning, didn't they follow God? Didn't they honor God? That was the great plan, but it looked at that point in time like a danger zone. Children of God, I would not be doing justice if I don't bring a woman being Women's Day. Today is Women's Day. I want to bring Rahab. Rahab did likewise. Rahab saw the big picture. Now Rahab may have been a prostitute, if I can give you a bit of a story. Rahab was a prostitute who was in the land that God had given the Israelites years ahead. And they had not claimed it because of their disbelief. I'm just saying, women of God, We'll be in a position where God can use you. It doesn't matter, children of God, who we are. It doesn't matter where we've been. It doesn't matter your sins because God loves us the same. God loves... He didn't say, I cannot use this prostitute. Now, she was used by Joshua for God. And when I look at the story of the Israelites, I remember one thing, that the God who began a good work We'll make sure to complete it. It started years ago when he sent Moses to go and help the children of God to come out of slavery. But still, he completes it by using Rahab. Philippians 1 verse 6, it says, We being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus. Now we notice one thing as we are reading the scriptures. We notice that for one not to be blinded or to have a blind spot, they need to be mindful of a few things. And one of the things that Paul prays for is that we have an enlightened heart, the eyes of our hearts 
is enlightened. So what does it mean, children of God? It means the eyes of our hearts need to see beyond the blind spots. So points that will help you to have an enlightened heart and not to be engulfed by the blind spots. Point number one, you need to pray for the eyes of your heart to be enlightened. We read there in Ephesians 1 from 18 to 19 where Paul says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us, who believe according to the working of his mighty power? So we are saying pray for your eyes to be enlightened. Pray that you see beyond what is in front of you, that you see beyond so that you can see God's great plan. Number two, believe that it is God's plan, it is God's battle, because if you believe it is yours, then you will find that you fall short, which is what happened with the children of Israel. They forgot that it is God's battle. They just need to march into Canaan, and God will make sure the rest is done. Why? Because Caleb said it differently. I like what he said in Numbers 13, verse 30. He says, you know, this is to show when you are bold, Caleb and Joshua, they came back and said, in Numbers 13, verse 13, they came back and said, let us go up at, at once. You know, when someone says, let us go up at once, I'm just saying, child of God, second thing, remember, it is not your battle. When you are faced with it, just say, let me go out at once. Let me get up at once. Let me rise up at once, because it is not your battle. The one who promised to heal me, the one who is my healer, will heal me. The one who is my provider will provide. Let me go out at once. Let me go up at once. When you say at once, we are not even going to be preparing an army because you know the army is ahead. He said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. We are well able to overcome it. I'm looking for children of God that are going to rise up today and say we are well able to overcome it. Number three, blind spots in a car. Let's look at a car. When you have blind spots in a car, how do you overcome blind spots in a car so that we can use the same even today? First of all, when you look at your mirror, which mirror do you look to see if you've got blind spots. You look at the rear view mirror. I'm just saying, child of God, one of the ways that you need to look to see if you can overcome to see blind spots is to use the rear view mirror, to use the mirror that will show you what God has done for you, that will show you the former things that God has prepared for you, that God has seen you through, so that when you look back, you can say, God has seen me through by providing for me. God has seen me through by saving me from 
from slavery. God has seen me through by parting so many seas. God has seen me through by making sure that he provided manna when I needed food. God has seen me through by making sure that when we hit the rock, there was fresh water for us to drink. You will remember when you look through your rear view mirror. Don't forget to look through your rear view mirror to see your blind spots so that when you can walk, you can walk with confidence. Number four, don't see yourself in the picture. You must see God in the picture. If you can still see yourself and not God, it means you are not seeing the great plan. Don't see yourself in the picture. You must see the God who overcomes in the picture. Don't see yourself in the picture. See the God who will overcome for you. And lastly, as we draw to a close, point number five, refuse to give up. And as you are refusing to give up, hold on to this. You are part of God's greater plan. You are part of God's great plan. So you cannot, you may not, you may not give up. I thank God for his word. We love you. We pray that God continually empowers you, that God continually gives you strength. And at this point in time, I just want to pray with some people that have been feeling heavy, that have been feeling low, that God, we are bringing your children, my God enlighten them my God let them see my God that you have a great plan for them a plan to save them a plan to even give them my God blessings of note through your son our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ thank you God I would like to pray with anyone who would like to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior at this point in time say this prayer with me Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I'd like you to forgive me of my sins. I believe that you died and you rose again to be with the Father. And I want to be in communion. I want to be in communion with the Father. Thank you for dying for my sins. And I believe that I am a child of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen.